Hey, listeners, if you are thinking about divorce and concerned about your children, please go to my online parenting plan course. It will help you plan how you're going to parent through divorce and beyond. And I promise you, it will keep conflicts from erupting in the future while keeping you centered on your children. Check it out at lisakoski.com. Welcome to Doing Divorce Different. Join family law attorney turned mediator, Lisa Kosky, for candid conversations on how to alleviate the fear of divorce and how to heal through empowerment. Now, your host, Lisa Kosky. Welcome, listeners, to this week's Saddle Up segment. And I'm really excited because for the next four weeks, I've got my coach, Tracy, here. And we're going to talk about a lot about your future self. And, you know, the reason that I'm doing this is I'm thinking of things in my life that have changed it profoundly. And this is some work that I've done. So if you're going through a divorce and you want to use it as an opportunity, I want this to help you no matter where you are. I think that what we're going to talk about in these next four weeks is really going to help. So this week in our little future self section, we're going to talk a little bit about looking at your past. And Tracy and I have both read a book called The Gap and the Gain, and we highly recommend it if you're into that, you know, self-growth kind of thinking. But that talks a little bit about how we're going to look at the past. So we're going to talk about how you look at your past. And I want to add, I happened to be listening to my pastor today, and he gave me some insight that really kind of help me with this too. And then at the end, we're going to give you a quick little best practice. This is only going to be 10 to 15 minutes, so it won't be long, but Tracy, welcome. Thanks for being here. My pleasure. As always, I look forward to being here. Awesome. Okay. So what I wanted to start with is what I learned. One of the main things that I learned from that book, The Gap in the Game, was kind of on a daily basis to turn back and look at my day and pull out the wins. And our little brains, and maybe you can talk about this, Tracy, tend to not do that. And I think we've been trained when we're hardworking, you know, got to go for it, people that you got to look at the mistakes you made. And, and this is different. And what a different feeling. And I cannot tell you how much growth I've had when I turn around and I look at how I've changed or the gains that I've made maybe a little bit to do with mindset. I don't know, but tell me your thoughts on that. Yeah, I think it's very normal to look at how far we have yet to go. You know, if we are a goal-oriented person, if we consider ourselves to be more ambitious or a driven person, we love setting goals and we love measuring ourselves against how far it is we have to go. And that can be sometimes a self-sabotaging move that can really, you know, keep us from feeling motivated. So if you listen to what Lisa just said, and really instead, turn around and look at how far you've come, look at where you're at today and how far you've come. And you can do this in segments of your life. You can look at, you know, from the time you turn 21, like, It's just absolutely mind-blowing. If you want to go further back than that, 
you really start seeing these 10x, these exponential quantum leaps that you've made over the course of your life, which provides evidence that you will continue to make those kinds of quantum leaps. So the value in looking at the past with the perspective of how far you've come can really be a strong, motivating, like fuel for you. I love what you're saying because immediately when you said motivated, that's the feeling you get. And don't we all want to suffer less? So there's that piece of it that let's suffer less and get and feel motivated because we've seen how far we come. But there's also something about the momentum that that brings. Yeah. I mean, it, it keeps me moving forward at a faster pace mm-hmm. than if I was nitpicking all the things that I did wrong that day. And I'm telling you, Tracy, I don't know if you find this, but I have my days where, gal darn it, it's hard, where I have to go, well, I smiled at the lady in the checkout line. I mean, there's sometimes, but even that, if you can just keep practicing that, it does give you a different outlook. I don't know if you've experienced that as well. Of course. Yeah. You know, your brain wants to really tether itself to the pain or your primitive brain loves to judge, you know, where you're at or what you should have done. You you, you hear all the shits. And so to challenge yourself to look at the things that have become gifts and opportunities and you can actually use as momentum to move forward, even the small, what may seem insignificant, they shift the way your, you know, they shift where your focus lies. And so it does take, you know, some intention to disconnect from the pain, right? And connect to the things that actually feel better. And so the fact that you smiled at somebody may have brightened their day, that is a thought that probably makes you feel something that is helpful, that's wanted, opposed to, or in contrast to, you know, thinking about, I should have done that. I could have done more, right? And so that is not a helpful thought. And so I just like to kind of measure, you know, what's helpful and what's not. And and I go within to answer that question. How is it that I'm feeling? And so do I have momentum? Do I feel compelled? Do I feel a sense of energy when I think that thought? or Am I feeling defeated? Am I feeling, you know, slowed down? Am I feeling disappointed? Well, then if the answer is yes, it's not a helpful thought. And so looking backwards can be a great source of momentum to move forward, but you have to be conscious enough, aware enough of the context or from which you're framing the way you're looking at your past. So if you look at it from how far I have come, that's usually a really great momentum type perspective. If you start beating yourself up, you start judging yourself, then you're probably not going to you know, progress as quickly as you'd like. Right. And, you know, as you're talking, I'm thinking about another thing that looking at the gains has kind of done for me is for some reason, this has been a little sneaky, but it's a good thing. It's helped me to kind of reframe something that maybe was a mistake that taught me something that was a gift. And so I can look at it and say, oh, I made a mistake in that divorce paperwork or something. And then I can go, well, the gift is 
I learned and I won't make it again. And I've grown. And I feel like that has been happening as I've been kind of doing this practice. And interestingly enough, I was listening to my pastor. There's a pastor in La Crosse, Wisconsin from First Free Church. His name is Shane Holden and he's so good and he's very based on the Bible. And then he just makes you feel like this abundance of love. And he talked about how God sees all of our positive attributes. That's what he sees. Like he sees, he knows we struggle. He knows we're going to, and he doesn't sit there and condemn us for all the gossiping that we're doing or whatever it is. He sees how we don't want to, how our heart is, how we, you know, he sees the positive. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is like kind of what we're talking about. And I don't know that I've thought of God like that, Uh but that's how he loves us. He doesn't look at nitpick all the things he looks at where our heart is and you know, the things that we're doing right. And so I'm like, well, I want to think like God. (laughs) So this is all making sense to me now. Right. Yeah. I mean, so many people believe that we are an extension of God, right? Mm -hmm. And so your inner being, you know, has a lot of resistance to feeling any other way, because that isn't the way that God or your source or your universe, you know, would want you to be thinking you should be feeling resistance. Right. And so that is sometimes that can be like the, the trigger to really look at what's causing this feeling. Where's that resistance coming from? And so the more work you do, the stronger your prodigy brain becomes, the easier it is to a notice those unwanted feelings and be able to connect the dots back to what's causing it. You know, am I looking backwards and condemning myself? You know, I should have done this. I should have done that. I could have done it better, whatever. Or am I maybe looking forwards and feeling like I have so far to go, right? The looking backwards can really work to your benefit if you are looking backwards from the right perspective. And like you said, the fact that you are often able to reframe mistakes into a gift and opportunity tells me that your prodigy brain, the prefrontal cortex part of your brain that can be responsive, that you want to really work to operate from more often, that prodigy brain is strong. You're doing the work to strengthen it every single day. And that's where that perspective comes from. And it just feels better. So, okay. So I want, we're already like crawling on the 10 minute mark here. And I want to make sure that I give people something if they want to a best practice. And here's the thing. This is what I try to do. And I'm not always good about writing it down, but if you can write down three gains you made that day, I think that has had a profound impact, a little bit tied to gratitude, seeing that game. I don't know if you have anything to add, Tracy, but that's what I'm thinking to leave the people with today. Yeah, I think that's a great exercise. We have a planner, as you know, all of my students operate from the same planner. We call it self-made day because you end your day by asking yourself, what did I learn about myself? And you can reflect back on the day And it might be something emotional, it might be something mental, it might be something physical, you know, it'll be a lesson that you learned, something that you would rather not repeat, or it might be something that you want to do over and over and over. You've learned that about yourself. But, you know, I would say the two valuable types of learning 
are applied learning. You know, you take a concept and you actually apply it as much as you possibly can. And the second best type of learning is reflective learning. So there is a strong benefit to challenging yourself every day. Look at the gains. That is a great learning style that I would encourage everybody to really like strengthen. Yeah. Amen. I so agree. And so we are going to leave you with that today, listeners. So thank you so much for being here. And next week, we're going to talk about future self. So we're going to talk a little bit about why 10xing it is easier than 2xing. So join us again next week. And if you want some coaching, go to Tracy. If you need help with the divorce, go to lisakoski.com. We're here for you and we really want to help. Before I go, I just want to let you know some exciting news. In addition to my online parenting plan course, I now have the Minnesota Divorce Paperwork course. This course is going to hold your hand through the mediation process and the Minnesota Divorce Paperwork. It's easy, effective, comprehensive. You will have what you need to file for divorce with this course. Check it out at lisakoski.com. Thank you for listening to the Doing Divorce Different podcast. Connect with us at lisakoski.com and sign up for our newsletter. 